the Bible says the entrance of the word brings light and it makes the, it makes it makes the understanding to the simple. It brings understanding to the simple. Father Lord, we thank you because we thank you for the light that will shine as the word is being preached today. Thank you, awesome God. We pray that you use me to bring the message out. Give me the boldness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. And all of us are kind of surprised that uh, the church is being transparent, but that's basically what it is. We have to be transparent because it's your money. You need to know where your money is going. Praise the Lord. So today we're going to talk about the part two of believe. <clears throat> this part two of believe. So the topic is believe part two. So we'll look at the, the scripture. Mark 11, 23 to 24, New King James Version. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you received it and you, you have it. Yeah, you have them. Believe that you received them and you have them. So this is just, you know, I, I just pray that, you know, if, if we want a refresher to understand what we, what the Holy Spirit, you know, went through, Last week, you know, you can go to either a YouTube page or a podcast and listen. I know it really blessed me. And today we're going to go and look at, look through some examples of people. Particularly, we're going to look at just one example. We, you know, I don't know how God wants to do it, whether we're going to have a part three, but that's up to God. But today we're going to look at one example. And the key to this message is that we want to receive the packages, the gifts, the answers to prayer that God has, God has laid in, in our hands. You know, we want to receive those things that God has given us. We don't want any kind of delay. We want to be people that always receive. And for us to always receive, it means that we always believe. And that's, and that's key. So we're going to look at Something that, you know, this is what the Lord was telling me. It's amazing. It's like, it's like you know, you finish from church and you, the Lord is still speaking to you. you know, the Lord is still speaking to you about what you, what you just preached. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it's truly amazing. So that's why I felt it's good for, us, for me to share it again. And that's why the Lord was kind of pressing in my heart. It's like, you, you didn't finish. You didn't finish, so you need to continue. And that's why I believe that we need to continue. So we're going to look at, uh, and I encourage us to, we're going to look at the entire, we're not going to look at, sorry, because of time, the entire Acts 27. I'm just, I picked um, selective verses, but I encourage you to go back, be like the Berean church, go back and look at Acts 27 again, and you have a full context of what's going on. Um, Acts 27, Pastor, I yeah, know I, I put, you know, it's verse one, nine to 15 and 18 to 26. So Acts one, now Acts 27, sorry, sorry. Acts 27, verse one. Uh, Acts 27, verse one, nine to 15 and 18 to 26. It says, when the time came, we set sail for Italy, Paul and several other prisoners were placed in the custody of the Roman official named Julius, a captain of the Imperial Regiment. We had lost a lot of time and the weather was becoming dangerous for sea travel because it was late in the fall. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading my own notes and sorry if I'm going too fast. And Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead. If we go, if we go on, shipwreck, loss of cargo, danger in our lives as well. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain 
and the owner down to Paul. And since Fair, Fair Havens was exposed, was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go to the to the Phoenix, to Phoenix, farther up the coast of Crete, and spend the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a south, only a southwest and northwest exposure. It says when a light when a light wind began blowing from the south, the sails, the sailors thought they would make it. So they pulled up the anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. It says, but the weather changed abruptly and a wind of typhoon strength called a nor'easter, not easter. It says, we call it over here as a nor'easter, but it's not easter. Burst across the island and blew us out of the sea. Says the sailor couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run before the gale. The next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it what? Overboard. The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars until all last, until, until at last all hope was what? Completely gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, man, you should have what? I'm looking at uh, 20 years, go ahead. Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You should have avoided all this damage and loss, but take, take courage. None of you would lose lives, even though the ship will go down. For the last, for last night, for last night, an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve took, stood beside me and said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. Oh, <laughs> he just says, for I believe God. It is just as he said, and but will be shipwrecked on an island. So this, this, this is really giving... It's giving us a very big understanding of what, what Paul went through. You know, Paul was a, was a prisoner, and the plan was for him to was, was for him to what stand trial before Caesar. And you know, before the journey, Paul felt you know how we sometimes we feel somehow like you know he felt somehow like look, oh, guys, don't go anywhere. I believe he had a, a word of knowledge. He says from the Holy Spirit, says this journey is not going to be smooth, you know, and you see that they didn't believe him. I, you can understand why they didn't believe him because the officials, the people that were in charge, they trusted well, the professionals. They knew Paul wasn't a professional, wasn't a professional sailor. So why are they going to believe a, a person like that? But you see, this is what is going on. You look at that verse thirteen to fourteen if you can pull it out, but if not, it's okay. But we'll read it. It says, when a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it. So they pulled up the anchor. And basically it says, the wind of typhoon strength burst across. Think about this. Okay. It said, the wind of what? It said, typhoon strength burst across the island and blew us out of, of the sea. You know, last week, last Sunday, you know, we, we talk, we're praying, we're, we're teaching, and I, say, I was saying, you know, we, we're expecting, we're expecting snowstorm. The snowstorm, I, I like, I was, telling, I was telling my mom, I said, ever since I've been this country, I haven't seen snowstorms that go last from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, and he said, it was, when you looked outside, you couldn't even see, it was, it was such, such strong winds. And, you know, it also reminds me of hurricane. 
when we had hurricane, all the hurricanes that, you know, some people, I heard some people, the hurricane will come with such much speed, wind velocities that will blow off what? The roof. This is exactly what kind of trouble they were in. This is the kind of trouble these people were in. I, you know, you see another thing that kind of shocked me. I won't say it shocked me. It shocked me, but because he, he, he had this thought, but he also wasn't a shocker. Because look at what he says. The Bible says, the terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the star. Can you imagine if the sun, I think about, I was telling my sister, EJ, I said, I look at Alaska, that sometimes there's no sun, there's darkness. I don't know how they can function. That's what the, the Bible says. It says they had no, all hope was gone. They were in the middle of the storm. All hope was completely gone. They had not even eaten for weeks. You know, this situation happens to each and every one of us. We go through situations like this that is so unbearable. It's difficult. You look at yourself, there's no way out. Look at the situation we're going through with COVID now. And it's thank God some, we have jobs, we have businesses that are going. There's some people that don't have any. Situations are some, somehow hopeless. Circumstances are difficult. You don't even know what to do. You're, you're like in, you're, you're, you're in a shock and you're stuck. And all hope is completely gone. You're daydreaming, you're just in one place and they're calling your name and you just, you, you don't know what to do. You look to your left, you look to your right, you look, you look everywhere, you, you don't even know what to do. You're in a total loss of words. But the key here is you just want a word from God. You're just, you're just seeking for a word from God. God, you know, and that word of God is that what brings encouragement. That's what brings strength. That's what encourages you, strengthens you. You know, it, it, this reminds me of a story of the woman with the, with the issue of blood. You know, in Mark 5, 20, 25 to 26. Uh, let's quickly read it. Mark 5, 20, 25 to, Mark 5, 25 to 26. It says, a woman in the crowd had suffered 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal with, from many doctors. I'm not, this is not, it's not a knock against doctors, you know, but she's gone through different second opinion, third opinions over the years and spent everything she had to pay them. And she had gotten worse. She had, she had not gotten any better. In fact, she had gotten worse. I, you know, can you imagine the kind of money she would have spent You know, women go through this once a month. But if she, she's going through it every single day. Can you, can you imagine, can you, can you fathom it? 365 days of the year times 12. That's what she was going through. The amount of money, she was in despair. I cannot even imagine the uh, medical expense. I remember when I was in hospital one time for, for three days, that was when I was much younger. I was in hospital for three days and this, I saw the bill, I almost fainted. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I was only there for three days. Are you, are you changing me? I can't imagine for 12 years. For 12 years going. It's like, you, you don't know where to go. You, you don't know how to do it. You don't know where to go. Where do, you, where do you want to start from? But we have one last stop. We have, one, we have a God that will set us free. 
And the, the woman, she heard about Jesus. And when she heard about Jesus, she believed. Sometimes things are miserable in life. Let's, let's face it. Sometimes you wake up one morning and something happens. What do you do? What, what do you do? Situations do happen. It, it comes. It, it, it comes. But what do you do? Sometimes all hope is, look, I don't know about you, but I know I've been in situations whereby this all hope is gone. You don't even feel like eating. You don't have an appetite to eat. You look, you're like, man, God, I don't know what to do. Let's be sincere. Sometimes you don't remember to eat when things are going haywire, when things are not working out. You don't have any appetite. So this is not what Paul was going through. Is not is not something new. In time of despair, your your desires to hear from God. You want to know what God is saying about our situation. You draw strength from God. You 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 desire to know, and the key is that when you desire to know. Here's here the clincher is, is that you desire to hear from God, you're willing to hear from God, then God speaks to you. Now the question is, are you going to believe him? Are you going to believe him? And your actions will tell that you believe him. Your actions will tell that you believe what God says. And you look at when we read that scripture, you know, he says that he now told the Lord, the Lord sent what? He sent an angel. It's just like what we were saying, you know, we're in church two, three years, there was nobody. <laughs> nobody showed up. And what did, what did happen? God sent an angel. An angel is the messenger of, they're, they're messengers of God. They, they go there to send, when God sends, God, God says, I'm going to send you a message. He sends an angel to send you a message. He sent an angel and said to, to Paul, said, do not be afraid. Paul, you will stand trial. <laughs> Nothing will, look, when God says to Paul, he says, you will stand trial before Caesar. Nothing will happen to you. you. Nothing. And if, oh, even more, because I said nothing will happen to you, nothing will happen to the people around you. So they know that God is faithful. Because you're a blessed person. Let me tell you, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Because you're favored, wherever you walk, even if you're doing business, because you're favored, that business is favored. If you work for Costco, because I have a Costco magazine here, if you work for Costco, because you are a, you're blessed and highly favored, your company, Costco will be blessed and highly favored, even in economic downturn. He says, take courage, for I believe God. It will be, because this, he says, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. He says, take courage. And what did he say? He told them, take courage, for I believe God. <laughs> he said, take courage. I believe what God said. He sent his angel to tell, to encourage me. Because I was, I was hopeless. I didn't even know what to do. And you will know with his actions in verse 33. In that same Acts 27, verse 33. He said to them, now wait for Pastor Ida. You see, you see it, it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna make you feel so joyful. Acts, it says 23. He said, just as just as day was dawning, Paul urged them to what? To eat. Let me look at it from here. He said, urged them to 
eat. You have, you have been so worried <laughs> that you haven't touched food for what? Two weeks, he said. Can you imagine? They didn't even think about food for two weeks. But when they ask you to fast for two weeks, it's, it's hard. But when trouble comes, you can, you can go without for two weeks. Paul was no longer worried. Now he became an encourager. Because what? The word came. The word did what? It came to encourage him. And he believed the word. And he stood up in the face of the trouble. He says, eat your food. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Eat your food. Paul was no longer worried. He had the assurance from the king of kings that yes, you're going to have shipwreck. Yes, things will be lost. Yes, but your life will be spared and the life of the people on board will be spared. He was at rest knowing that it is God. It is now God. You see, the thing about it is when you have the word from God, like I said, when you have the word from God, it brings you great, like, how like it's like a jolt. Like somebody puts, I don't know what you doctors call it, something, you put something on, on this on your chest to jolt you up. Maybe your heart fails, you put it on your chest, boom, are you, are you just, it's like, it's a jolt, it jolts you up and says, basically, this is it. This is the word. This is what the word is saying. This is what God is saying. So what, I, you understand that he was at rest knowing that it is in God's hands now. So he says, eat, forget about it. Yes, the storm is blowing. There's nor'eastern, northeastern winds, typhoon weather, tornado blowing us anywhere. I beg, come on, let's go and eat. You guys have been eating for two weeks. Let's eat and be merry. And if you read that, it says he took the bread, he broke it, he gave thanks to God. <laughs> he gave thanks to God, said, God, I thank you. This is the bread you're giving us, let's eat. He said, all of them ate. He said, 276 crew members, they ate. And they were encouraged. Psalm 62, verse 1. Passion. Psalm 62, verse 1. It says, God said, said to me. Verse 11, right? Oh, verse 11. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Psalm 62, verse 11. And God said to me once and for all, all the strength and power you need flows from me. And again, I heard it clearly said. All power and strength comes from who? Our God. The joy of the Lord is what? My strength. It is him that strengthens us each day, daily. It's in that time. Can you imagine there was raving and the word comes. The person that was hopeless, the person that never had got courage and said, come on, let's go eat. Well, the storm can be keep blowing, who cares? And that's basically what happens. When there's trouble, you, there's no way to go, you, you, you are completely hopeless and the Lord sends a word to you. He sends you a word. You, you get up and you just go and eat and forget about it. People are wondering, ah, I thought you were the one that, I thought, what happened? Why are you so, you were down before, what, what happened? Did anything change? No, nothing changed, but I know what God said to me. Nothing changed physically, but I know what God said to me. I'm standing on the word of God. And that's where I'm going to be. I'm on, the, on the word, I'm going to stand on the word. And my actions is what? Peace. You're full of joy. That's what I told one guy. I said, be full of joy. It, it makes no sense, but you know, God gets excited that somebody has believed his word. Somebody believes 
what is what God has said. You're full of joy. I say, you know what, God? I, you know, I don't understand how you're going to get, but you know what? I'm not going to be looking at how you're going to, because I, I couldn't do it. Well, what could I, let's, let's, let's understand. What could Paul have done? He could have, most likely Paul could have prayed, nothing happened. Binded, nothing happened. <laughs> and you're like, God, I don't know what to do here. Then the word came, sent word and said, don't worry about it. You're going to pass through this thing. In the end, you're going to be alive. Let's look at 26, and 28, Acts 28, 1 to 6. This is the one that's just, it's amazing. Acts 28, 1 to 6. It says, once we were safe on shore, we learned that we are on the island of Malta. Remember the Lord told him, he says, you're going to be shipwrecked on an island. Now they got to, what God says, it always happens. So they were on the, the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy. So they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. Verse 3. As Paul gathered an armful of, armful of sticks and were, was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake, driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand, and he said to they said, and said to each other, "A murderer, no doubt." You see, how sometimes people 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 see you going through problems. They will say, hey, "Maybe you did something. You did something. Maybe you 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 cost one thing, or maybe it's a, a generational cost." Or they don't know what's going on. They have an opinion, though he escaped. Now, look at, the, look at their own conclusion. Though he escaped from the sea, justice would not permit him to live. But Paul shook it off, shook the snake, shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided he was a god. People are watching us. In the situations we are in, they are watching us. What's, what's he or she going to do? That person, they did something. They did something in their, in their past. It's coming to hunt them now. Let me see. But you know, you know what was going on with, 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 with Paul? He says, he came from, they went from firing pan to fire. They went from bad to wash. They went from wash to washer, to washest. There's no word like that, but they went from, they went from bad to badamba. They went from something that was terrible to something that was worse. Paul went from a northeastern windstorm that got shipwrecked to a poisonous snake that beat him. You know, you look at, you look at this, the, the Bible records that Paul shook off the snake. He was not faced. You know what made him not faced? He knew the promise of God. God says, you will stand trial. Nothing will happen to you. Nothing will happen to you. You will stand trial. That was the word of God. You will stand trial in front of who? Caesar. You will get to Italy. Nothing, nothing should happen. Nothing, anything that comes your way, forget about it. You're going there. You're getting there. There's no, God is saying nothing is going to stand in your way. You will get so Paul he was not moved. He just took the snake. Mm, forget about it. Let's move on. Nothing is going to happen to me because God, what God said, is going to happen. Your actions, your actions, will show whether you believe God. 
He did not allow the situation to overcome him or to, to move him. The snake signifies another bad or worse situation or worse circumstance. You remember the snake in the Garden of Eden? The snake is a dangerous animal. Is what is like a dangerous situation. Can you imagine if python or whatever, cobra bites the, the poisonous? Normally when that, it, it sucks his, 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 his teeth in your, and it gives you that poison. That's why they were waiting because it's it seconds. The person does and be foaming in the mouth and that's it, done. But Paul was not moved. He was not moved. He, he didn't move him. He didn't shake him. He's like, forget about it. God, what God says will come to pass. This also tells me that, this also tells me that when God says something, the enemy comes to check to see whether you believe it. The enemy comes to check. He will throw, look, he will throw everything. If he has to throw a house, on you to see whether you you move. He'll throw everything on you to see whether are you gonna shake? <laughs> are you gonna believe the word? Did you find the good faith of faith? Uh, did you find the good faith? Are you gonna are you gonna stand? Or are you gonna be saying, God, where are you here? I thought you gave me a word. God has given you the word. Now it's time for you to believe it. What's your action? When you have the word from God or the word of God, the Lord expects us to believe it. We believe it by our action. When we are faced with another trouble, do we forget what the Lord told us about what he said to us before? Do you think this snake thing came to God by surprise? God knew that that snake was gonna come, so he gave him the word. To encourage him so he can pass through that. The message was there to encourage him. And Paul's actions told us and tells us that he believed the word. He believed the message. We, you know, we just concluded fasting and praying for the church. The entire month of, 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 um, of January. Maybe not the entire, maybe the four days. We, we started on Monday, I think the fourth of Monday. So, but it was for the entire month. What did the Lord tell you about your tomorrow? What did the Lord tell you about your year? Did you write it down like the Lord prescribed? Are you holding on to it? You know, look, the devil will throw all kinds of things on. To, but the key is that, are you excited? that God will pave the way? Are you relaxing that God will open? Don't you know that God, when he says something, he's the one that opens the doors. He says, I'll open the door that no one can open. I'll close the door, no one can ever close, close it. It's only in him. So in spite of the problems or whatever you're facing to, hold on to that word, hold on to that. You'll come out of it. You'll come out of it. My prayer is that, that you and I won't be like the people in Jesus' hometown. In Matthew, 15, Matthew 13, 58. Matthew 13, 58. King James Version. King James. King James is fine too. King James is fine too. Thank you. He says, and he did not do many, many, many what? Mighty works there because of their unbelief. I read that again. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Unbelief is dangerous. It robs of, of God's blessing. So my prayer is that we don't walk in unbelief 2021. 
God is starting with us. Look, God is, God is so strategic. He's starting with us now because he has things that he has to give us this whole year. So he wants us to, to, to believe him. Let me tell you something. I'll give you an example of me. I can't give you an example of anybody else but me. I remember the time, this was during the economic downturn. I can't remember when, it was like in the 90s. It was like 90, 98, 99. The Lord told me, <laughs> the Lord told me, he says, I want you to go into real estate business. That's what he told me. I had it. Yeah, he says, I want you to go into real estate business. And I shared it to my, my good buddy. I said, man, this is what the Lord is telling me to do. Do real estate. Buy homes. Then I was, I, I had, I had a, you know, computer, you know, I had a computer company. I, I don't know why I didn't know any better than to share to this, my buddy. Because even when, when I started my computer company, the, the guy discouraged me. I should have not shared with him. But, you know, when you don't, it, it, for me, it's, you know, when you think of, when you go through life and you go back and you look at it, you say, you know what? In hindsight, you say, no. You don't share your dreams with people that don't understand. You keep your dreams to yourself. That's what happened to Joseph. He shared his dreams and didn't understand it. You keep it to yourself. Or you share with your, your spouse. You don't, you don't go sharing it all over. People won't understand. So we're going forward. So my body was saying, man, why you have do you have the money to, to don't you see homes? They're selling for so much money. You, you can't afford it. That's the way he told me. As and as stupid me, I believe him. Fast forward 10 years. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything. Fast forward 10 years. My job sends me to, to, to Boston. I, my wife and I, we go to, go to Boston. And we're coming back. As we're coming back, this our, our my, my godson's father. He's a pastor. He, pastor Chris calls and says, the Lord says I should tell you to to speak at our business ministry. And by the grace of God, we're going to have a business ministry. I'm telling you, we're going to have it. Because that's where, that's where God wants to bless businesses. So he says, I used to, he, he was heading it then when he left to plant a church, I, I started to head it. So the Lord says, I, I, I want you to speak. All I had, the only thing that the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart was fear. And I went and I talked and I spoke about fear. And, you know, at the end, the Lord spoke to me and said, it's you that I was talking to. I said, oh, Jesus, you were talking to me? <laughs> Why? I thought you wanted me to share to the people and you were talking to me. He says, I was talking to you. Now I want you to expose yourself. I said, oh, Jesus. Why? So I, I said, okay, God. He said, I should expose myself. Okay, good. He now, and I said to tell them exactly what I was telling, telling you. Good enough. Pastor Chris is a builder. He, he, that's all he does, real estate. And he said to me, Pastor Chuka, what God was telling you, he was telling you to, to dream the impossible. He said, do you know that homes in Newark, Irvington, around that area, I used to live in Irvington, See, that area says where homes were going for 100 hours. 100 hours, 200 hours, max $1,000. Then you could have afforded it. But the fear gripped me because I was looking with my physical eyes. Paul was not looking at his physical eyes. Because if he looked at the physical eyes, he saw the storm, he won't eat still. 
And what then happened was after that, after that teaching, it empowered me again. I found strength in God that I can do it. Even though things are now more, more, <laughs> more and more expensive. But I still found strength in God. I said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can still do it. And I did. And I did. Because God was the, the strength of my life. Unbelief, I repeat, robs, of, robs us of God's blessings. God, can you imagine how many just, I don't want to, I don't like to think about the past, but can you imagine, I, I, can, I can't imagine how many homes I could have owned or we could have owned, my wife and I could have owned since 1998 or 1999. I can't even imagine. I, I don't like to look at the past. I like to just look at the forward. I like to understand what I, the mistakes I made to move forward. This is God calling us, telling us, hey, 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 I'm talking to you here. He's talking to you. The Lord is talking to you here. You, you, where have you not believed me? You own a business, economic downturn. So, so, COVID, so, believe God. Take the scripture, take a word. It says in times of famine, I will have what? Plenty. Hold on to that word. Hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you. In times of famine, I will have plenty. You are the one that will bring plenty for me. You own a business. Things are not working out. Good. Wonderful. Now it's time for you to trust God. Hallelujah. It's time for you to trust God. I'm talking to you here. It's time for you to trust God. In times of what? In famine, I will believe you, Lord. I will have more than enough. I'm trusting you now. I'm believing your word. This word never changes. But if you decide to, you know what? Uh, this uh, COVID is, is, is pushing me one hand, one hand. Do you know people, are, I was telling my mom, I said, do you know that people are still making money now, even in COVID? Isn't it GameStop? Is it GameStop? Game the game, game, how many people made money? Are you kidding me? People are still making money. But because they believe, they believe in whatever they believe in. But we have a superior what? Covenant with God. We are more superior. God, the king, they say the host of heaven is behind us. Why are we cowing down? Why are we getting discouraged? Search the scriptures. You're going through some issues. Search the scriptures. What does God, what's God saying? What's God saying? Believe the word. Pastor, I believe the word. My brothers and sisters, believe the word. Pastor Chuka, believe the word. Believe what God has said. He said it. He said it again. He's saying, believe me, I would not fail you. You're my child. Why will I fail you? Why will I mess you up? Why will I not say, when I say something, if I say something, won't I do it? Why do we put God like inside one calabash? I say, oh, no, you know what? This is too big for God. You know, because this, the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to me. The heart of the king is in my hands. I can push it the wherever way I want to push it. God is, wants you to what? He's spoken to you. Things are happening. The devil is bringing up his missiles. <laughs> Look, the, I said, the Lord said to me, the devil doesn't come for you unless he knows that there's something important with you. The devil will come with missiles, missiles, bazookas, all kinds of things to, to wage war. 
you believe God, you settle, you sit down, relax, you say, look, forget about it. This is not going to work. The devil, whatever the devil wants to do, is not going to work. It's not going to work. Dare to believe God. I'm going to just stop here. There was a woman, the Lord just put in my heart. There was a woman, Pastor Emmanuel was telling me about, that was in the bus. The thieves came to rob in Nigeria. They came to, they stopped them. And this woman, she was in the front seat. And, 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 and what happened was, the man took his AK-47 and was about to blast off, kill everybody and take all their things. And the Lord speak, spoke to this woman and says, put your hand out and say, you cannot do it. Your, 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 your gun was, would, 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 would um, what do they call it? It will lock. Told her to say some things. And she put her hand out and said it. Do you know that the man did this? This is, he, he tries to shoot and the thing jumped. He took the gun, shot it up. Ta -ta 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 -ta. The thing was working. He tried to shoot. Ta -ta. It, it jumped. He went up. Ta -ta 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 -ta. He tried to shoot. Jammed. He says, this is, this. there's something about this car. Let's go. None of them got hurt. Dare to believe in the midst of the storm. Dare to believe God. He wants you to believe him. And when you believe him, be at rest. That's an evidence that you believe in. Unless he tells you to do something. But if he didn't tell you to do anything, like that woman, he didn't tell you to, be at rest. Be at rest, that's your action. You're telling God, okay, God says, you know what, you, 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 you've been fighting, you've been fighting and fighting, we tried everything, you didn't work, okay, good. Now, do you want me to do what I do best? You say, yes, okay, then you sit down, relax. Look, I advise you go and buy popcorn. Buy, buy, if you don't buy popcorn, buy something that you like, granite, whatever. Now start eating. It's like moving now. Let God do what he has to do. Sit down, eating your popcorn. Because now God is going to be going to be what, taking care of everything. He doesn't want you to suffer, but believe Him. Praise the Lord. You 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 cannot understand this if you don't know Jesus. And I pray that all of us have have has, you know, have given their life to Christ. And if you haven't, you can't talk to him now. I say, God, I need you in my life. Because this will not apply to you if you don't know Jesus. It will never apply to you. But when you, when you know Christ, you can run to him to say for, for, for safety. So if you don't know Jesus, I want to encourage you to, to talk to him. I say, God, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. So that when I'm going through situations, I can call upon your name. When I'm going through situations, you can speak to me. I want you also, you, me, give you opportunity. Whatever God has told us in the past that we never latched onto, let's use the opportunity to latch onto it. This is the opportunity to latch on to it. I say, God, I believe. Help my unbelief. <laughs> Help my unbelief. I'm sorry I didn't believe you in the beginning. I'm sorry I never believed you all this time. But help me. Help me to believe. I believe you. I'm going to remain at, at a place of rest. At a place of peace. Speak to God. Situations are happening to you. Left, say, God, I tap strength from you. I go to you, go to you, go to the word. I tap strength from you. It's only you that can strengthen me at this time. Go to God.
He wants to hear from you. You've been looking at the physical, how things are going, and you're, you're, you're in fear. God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Go to God and say, God, I cannot do it without you. I cannot do it without you. I cannot do it without you. Oh, Lord, I cannot do it without you. Say to God, talk to God. I cannot do it without you. I cannot do it without you, oh, Lord. Now tell God now, do something new in my life. Tell God, talk to God, something new. Don't sing with me. Don't sing with me. Talk to your God. Don't sing with me. Do something new in my life. Even though you want to sing, I want you to go to God. It is, this is your time to talk to God. Something new in my life. Something new in my life. Oh, Lord. Talk to God. Talk to God. I know you want to say, you want to sing, but I want you to use opportunities. This is your time to talk to him. Talk to him. Say, God, I need you. You know, the song says, I have a message from the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the message from the Lord to you. He's good. His mercy endures forever. Talk to God. Tell him. Tell him. Say, God, I, you know, I missed it some, some, all these places, this place, this place. But Lord, I change now. I believe. I believe what you have spoken, what you have said. Lord, I believe what you have told me. I receive it. Thank you, Lord, because I'm in a place of peace. I'll, I'll change. I've tried it all. It's not working. So, Lord, I put it in your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.